Greetings, saints. Um, I hope you are well. I hope you are good. Um, you might hear a bit of some noise. It will be the wind. I'm sitting outside, just enjoying this this afternoon breeze. Um, the last post podcast which we spoke about uh, Christ being the image, uh, the express image of God. Uh, the express uh, image of the person of God. Um, there were so many things that we touched there, but towards the end of the podcast, we looked into how we have been predestinated into actually conforming into the image of Christ and how that was going to go about. So while we were still going through, we went through Ephesians 1. Uh, where I think when in verse 10 we saw that in the fullness of the dispensation or in the dispensation of time um, Paul says God will gather everything together in one which is in Christ things that are in heaven and things that are on earth in Christ and um, before we got to that verse 10 we, we saw something in verse 4 which I didn't dwell much on and I feel maybe we should uh, touch base on that I should apologize because there are certain things that I might not be able to explain fully, but I can be always, I'm always in a position to, to explain what I can see. So we, we started this in Ephesians 1. Um, let me just read from verse 1, but it's verse 4 that I want us to look into. So it says, Paul says, um, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. Uh, to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, I always tell people that God has a name and his name is the Father. And um, it's hardly used and and I think, I think it's important to understand that. Um, one of these podcasts we will look into God having a name and his name being the Father. Um, and that's one of the beauties that came with the appearing of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because he reveals God is not just God, but God the Father. He says, when you pray, say, Our Father who art in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. And every time they reference God in their letters, they say, God the Father. So here in verse 2, it says, Grace to you and peace from God our Father. Amen. Um, it reminds me of um, when in John 20, when when mary went to the tomb and found it open and then later on mistakes jesus to be a gardener and then realizes that no wait this is jesus he says go tell them that i'm going to the father and to their father hallelujah to the father and to their father um that's when he says don't touch me i haven't gone to the father um and to their father and to your father bless god and then that's the beauty that we need to understand in the appearing of jesus christ the revelation that God is our Father. And that means so much. There's so much. You know, and um, we know God with many names. Elohim, Jaira, you can name them. Um, El Shaddai, etc. Um, but rarely do people speak of God the Father. Amen. Um, he says to the Corinthians church, Paul says to the Corinthians church in, this, in, 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 in the first book of Corinthians chapter, when you take it from chapter 7, chapter 8, when you get to chapter 8, he, he, he speaks to them about how we are not in the same level in terms of believing. There are some believe, the people who believe that there are other gods. 
and he says but to the mature we know that there's only one god he says there's only one god the father hallelujah amen um so here comes to the ephesians church it says grace to you and peace from god our father verse 3 says blessed be the god and the father amen um uh, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly in the heavenly places in christ just as he chose us in him uh, that's where things get very interesting so we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in christ not with christ if any man be in him he is a new creature hallelujah the new creature is not anything else but the christ the new man hallelujah so you need to understand that so the in christ speaks of uh, sp- speaks much to the con- the consumption of the old man and an introduction to a new life he says to the colossians church in chapter in chapter in chapter 3 if i'm not mistaken yes chapter 3 around verse 4 he says christ our life is hidden um um so he says is hidden with christ in god And it says in verse 4 Christ who's our life when Christ who's our life hallelujah when Christ who who's our life appears we shall appear with him in glory so it is important to understand the in Christ we are not with him but we're in him because being with means you still sustain yourself you still have yourself but once you are in him there's an abolishing of self there to be incorporated into this person into this new man into this new creature which is Christ. Hallelujah. Um so he says you are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places where in Christ. He now says you have also and just as he chose us in him. Just as he chose so who chose us God chose us. He says just as God chose us in Christ. Hallelujah. Before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love having predestinated us etc but this is where the interest comes now he says we have been chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world and that is very interesting so before we have creation before things actually before we have a beginning honestly or oh, there is a choosing that god has done whereby you are chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world hallelujah hallelujah and uh, and this is profound this is powerful because it, it it speaks to how god had this plan way before we could even fathom or think about it and um, if god had this plan before then why do you think why do we ever think that there are certain things that will actually take us out of this plan you know but anyways uh it's the before the foundation of the world and we see it also just going to read a couple of verses just to pick this this thing up um we see it also in in peter peter mentions this um quite well as well um in his first in his first book of first epistles around about I'll take it a bit out of context but uh from verse 17 first peter 1 verse 17 it says and and if you call on the father who without partiality 
judges according to each one's work conduct yourself throughout the the time of your stay here in fear um knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct that you received by tradition from your fathers but this is what you were redeemed with you were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot he meaning the Christ indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world but was manifest in these last times for you who through him believe in God who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God now he's bringing a new 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 a new angle in this thing we read that we were chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world he is saying look the Christ was foreordained before the foundation of the world to be a sacrificial lamb hallelujah hallelujah and now that that's not as interesting now again the foundation before everything happens it looks like god had a clear cut plan a clear cut plan and i think it is first it is second timothy 1 that actually sums things up very nicely uh in the first chapter this is one of my favorite verses um when you read uh, from verse uh, um from verse 8 um he says uh, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our lord nor of me his prisoner but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of god who has saved us and called us with the holy calling not according to our works but according to his own purpose and grace which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began but has now been revealed by the appearing of our savior Jesus Christ who has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel to which i was appointed a preacher an apostle and a teacher of the gentiles hallelujah Let me let me cut, let me break this thing down. He says God has saved us in verse 9 and has called us with a holy calling. He says it's not according to your works. Hallelujah. He says but it is according to his own purpose and grace. And that's where remember the last time we touched uh, in in Romans 8 where we said in verse 27 that um, all things happen for good uh, all things happen for good for those who love God. not only that but those who are also called according to his purpose amen so he says god chose us god called us into a holy calling not according to your works but according to his own purpose and grace which was given to us where in Christ Jesus in Christ Jesus and he explains what time when time frame before time began hallelujah now the the whole choosing the whole calling happens bef- in Christ Jesus before the world actually even begins before the foundations before time begins now 
what this verse verse what the next verse then relates to us is an explanation of how then this manifested he said in verse he says in verse 10 but now it has been revealed hallelujah that you are chosen that you are called with the holy calling not according to your works but according to his purpose and grace in christ jesus he says it has now been revealed by the appearing of our lord jesus christ who has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel he says this is the reason i'm appointed a teacher i'm appointed an apostle and a preacher to the gentiles so what the gospel does when you minister the gospel according to what he's saying he says the gospel will bring to light hallelujah it will bring to light life and immortality amen the gospel brings to light life there's a difference between life and immortality amen amen but i don't want to touch that because it's a bit uh, in my son might uh, might react but this is what the gospel does it says jesus has been manifested has now revealed <coughs> the calling has now revealed that oh we're chosen remember these things happened before time began these things he was ordained, preordained um, before the foundations of the world. He says, we were chosen in Christ, right, before the foundations of the world. Uh, sorry, I think there's a crying child there. Now, these things are happening before, before. So he says, when, when, when it was time, Christ then appears, is revealed. And what he does, he abolishes death and he then brings to light life and immortality through the gospel hallelujah i don't want to touch that but what i'm interested in is that these things happened before time began and this therefore saying should then show you the heart of god amen it should show you that god had a plan then you can ask me questions then why did the things happen the way that they happened i don't have an answer and i don't think i should have an answer i'm not god i'm not god why god then decided to have adam then we have a lot of stuff going on. There's Abraham, there's David, there's this, then this, then this. There's a lot of stuff going on. Children of Israel, the law comes in. They're building a temple. This happens. The temple's destroyed. The temple's rebuilt. Da, 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 da. Prophet Isaiah come. Prophet Jeremiah. Prophet Ezekiel. You name it. These things are happening. But now we are told that the actual plan of God was that you were chosen in Christ before the foundations of the world, not by your works, but by his purpose and his grace. And he says, you have been predestinated to conform into the image, which is the image of his son, the image of the Christ. Now, in the first, in the first book of Corinthians, um, um, in the 15th chapter, there's a very interesting chapter, one of my favorite in the Bible. And, uh, but there's a time where he's comparing things um, maybe let's read it because maybe it will make a bit of sense as we touch base in reading it. Just give me a few moments. Just give me a moment um, so I can just go through it now with you. But I just want to, to, to understand something um, which will uh, really excite you. In First Corinthians, uh, sorry the voice note is now a bit long. Um, but this will, will really excite you. <sighs> Sorry, this thing is freezing. 
need some prayer here this thing is freezing just when i want to read hmm? <laughs> all right good so now let me show you something interesting there's a question uh, because one of the things that people didn't believe and i still feel like people don't believe today is that there is the resurrection of the dead there is the resurrection of the dead the dead will resurrect hallelujah that must be very clear and by resurrection i mean they will have bodies they will not be just spirits without bodies amen they will be they'll have bodies just like how jesus has a body and the church somehow has been in a bubble where they believe being a spirit and floating as a spirit is good enough no there is the resurrection of the dead there is a body that must be that must come to those who are dead they must receive a body an incorruptible body hallelujah you know jesus comes to them in luke 24 he goes through an, a closed door and they start calling him a spirit he says no i'm not a spirit i'm flesh and i'm bone touch me hmm? and they couldn't still couldn't believe he says okay give me food they gave him fish and honey and he ate just to show them that he still had a digestive system the point is this he had a different body a body that could appear disappear an immortal incorruptible body but he had a body and he still has a body he's not a spirit just floating so when people die yes it's the body it's the spirit separating from the body but we need to understand that there is a resurrection of the dead now that's something that paul is also now trying to address in verse 35 of first corinthians 15 he says but someone will say how are the dead raised up and with what body do they come he says oh foolish one what you sow is not made alive unless it dies amen um and then he makes the 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 com- comparison uh, all flesh is not the same flesh verse 39 but there's one kind of flesh of men there's another flesh of animals there's another of fish and there's another of birds he says there are also celestial bodies and and terrestrial bodies but the glory of the celestial is one and the glory of the terrestrial is another there is one glory of the sun another glory of the moon and another glory of the stars for one star differs from another star in glory so also is the resurrection of the dead the body is sown in corruption it is raised in incorruption it is sown in dishonor it is raised in glory it is sown in weakness it is raised in power it is sown a natural body it is raised a spiritual body there is a natural body and there is a spiritual body and so it is written the first man adam became a living being hallelujah you remember when god breathed into his nostrils it says then genesis 2 verse 7 that adam became a living soul a living being hallelujah he, that's that's before the fall of man so god breathes into his nostrils he says out of the dust he forms man he breathes into his nostrils oof, the breath of life and the man becomes a living being or a living soul that's what he puts there in the king james so that's before the fall but now check it out he says the first man became a living being he says the last adam becomes a life giving spirit hallelujah he says however the spiritual is not first but the natural and afterwards the spiritual so what does that mean it's simply saying that the first adam is a natural man all right 
It says the first Adam is a natural man. So Paul says to the same Corinthians church in the second chapter that the natural man will never perceive the things of God because they are spiritually discerned. He says the first man, when God put dust and breath into his nostrils, he says that man was a living being. He was a living soul. He says it is never first the spiritual. It is first the natural and then the spiritual. And he says the first man is natural. Right? That's what he's implying. Anyways, let's continue. I'll show you why. Then he says, the first man was of the earth. He's made of dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. The first man is of the earth. He's made of dust. The second one is the Lord from heaven. Right? Check this out. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are made of dust. Verse 48. As was the man of dust, first Adam, so also are those are made of dust. And as is... The heavenly man. Hallelujah. I like how he changes the past tense. As is the heavenly man, so also are those who are heavenly. Okay? Now, this is interesting now. He's saying the first man is a natural man. The first man is of the earth. He's of the dust. He says, now, those who are of the dust are like him. As was he, so also. He says, those who are like the heaven, heavenly men are like the heavenly men. But now that's interesting because we always speak of the fact that we are of the earth, we are of the dust, and we have to return to the dust. Then he says, I think as he was writing, he thought about that. Then he says immediately in verse 49, And as we have partaken in the image, or as, as we have borne the image of the men of the dust, the first men, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly men. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be to the living God. He says, he says there, now, the first man was of the earth, made of the dust. The second man is the Lord from heaven. Verse 48 says, as was the man of the dust, so also are those who are made of the dust. And as is the heavenly man, so also are those who are heavenly. Now, he says, as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. Hallelujah. And I think that's the ultimate goal. And that's the predestination. And that's why he reveals one of the most greatest revelations in verse 51. He says, Behold, I tell you a mystery. I tell you a secret. We shall not all die, but we shall all be changed. Hallelujah. He says, The corruptible, the dead, will be raised incorruptible and shall be changed. He says, And for this corruptible must put on incorruption. And he says, And this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corrupt corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall we brought to pass the saying that is written that death is swallowed up in victory. What, when, when what happens? When the corruptible puts on incorrupted. When the mortal puts on immortality. Hallelujah. Amen. But that's not the focus that I wanted to drive you in. I wanted now you to see that the ultimate goal and plan of God was that you are chosen in Christ in the last man, in the heavenly man, in the life-giving spirit, not in the one who's on the earth, who is dusty, who's a living being. Hallelujah. You have borne the image of the heaven, of the, of the one from the dust. You shall also bear an image of the heavenly one. He says, as was those who, as was those, the one who was from the dust are those who are of the dust. But those who are now saying, oh, we are heavenly. They are heavenly. Hallelujah. What's left is to bear the image of the heavenly one because we've borne the image of the of the of the earthly one now 
the point is this it all happened before the foundations of the world and yes many things happened up and down a lot of stuff happened but i want you to understand that at the heart of god in everything that ever happened was the christ amen so many people will be like no we want to go back to the first adam we can't go back there that man was a natural man it is first the natural and the spiritual oh no no it's because he fell and he sinned against god no 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 he calls him a natural man he calls him um, a man from the earth from the dust he calls him a living soul just after he breathes into him the breath of life not after his fall he didn't say after your fall ah now you're from the dust now you're, no 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 he, he never he never said that it only comes immediately upon creating him he says mm, this one is of the dust amen this one is a natural man hallelujah he doesn't call him so the first adam is not a heavenly man the first adam is not is not a spiritual man he it is first first was the natural now is the spiritual and we are predestinated to conform into the image of the heavenly man this is gorgeous stuff this is awesome stuff and why did everything happen i don't care but what i know is that i was chosen in christ before the foundations of the world and why mine is to believe that report it's already done it was done before i was born so i mustn't even stress i just believe i say wow thank you i believe it amen so i believe that i'm in christ i believe that i'm a new creature i believe i'm a heavenly man hallelujah and i believe that i've been predestinated to conform into the image so everything happened before time began and therefore let us not confuse ourselves we're not trying to replicate that which then came after how can you put yourself down to wanting to be like you people speak of uh, uh, elijah uh, spirit of elijah come on don't you want the holy spirit <laughs> Now you want to be in this. No, no, don't you want to be in Christ? That was there before the foundation. And that's why this pro these guys were prophesying towards the coming of Christ. And that's why Jesus says they would have loved to hear the things that you're hearing. They would have loved to see the things that you're seeing. So you are blessed, child of God. You are living in a reality that when they wrote and they experienced things, God said, mm, I will choose the people in Christ before the foundations of the world. That's God in himself. And you are now in that reality. If a man be in Christ, he's a new creature. It's not a prophecy. It's your reality. Believe the report. And what's going to illuminate through this gospel is life and immortality. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.